Hello and greetings everyone. This is Elder Marion Shepherd uh, here today to bring you another episode of Shepherd's Talk, uh, our weekly podcast where we're doing our best to uh, help tell some stories and kind of encourage men. Uh, again, I know that, you know, there's a lot of uh, things over the years that people have done to encourage and inspire women, which they need, and uh, to empower them. To Because, again, I do feel that women and men are equal, but I do feel that a lot of times we as men kind of get left in the shuffle. And we kind of get, sometimes we really do get overlooked for uh, what we contribute uh, in the society. Uh, It seems that we've become, I say we become more, and especially in relationships, you know, relationships used to be a partnership uh, it used to be a us, you know, especially when, again, when you got married, it was not you and I anymore. It was us. It was we. And it seems that over the years, uh, you know, marriages have become instead of a unit working together to, achieve goals that both partners have set it has become um competition uh husband and wife are instead of working together and building together they're trying to outdo one another and what they do is you know who brings more to the table or who makes the most money or who, you know, who's got the better job, who's driving the better car. You know, it becomes a competition and it tears down the family because there's no, I mean, if you look at years ago, uh, the family unit was close. There was this bond. You would see mother, father, children, family, extended family, working together and nowadays again it's like it's a free for all everybody's for themselves but we're going to get too more into that we want to uh again remind you uh of our book my thoughts and dreams uh in fact this uh podcast for today is part two of the podcast we did last week called deadbeats um, and I felt I wanted to share some more stories and I wanted to share some more things that, um, again, that I've experienced, not only just my experience, uh, <clears throat> talking to other men over the years, of uh, how they felt about being parents to their children and how they've lost their children, or had their children taken away from them by the children's mother and uh, how devastating it has been. And then, of course, they've been basically reduced to a child support check. Uh, Don't really have a whole lot of interaction with the children until they get older. And then, of course, as you say, the damage is done. But again, we want to remind you again of my book, My Thoughts and Dreams, uh, again, it is on Amazon.com. It is on BarnesandNoble.com. And again, I appreciate those of you that have uh, been purchased a copy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I really hope you enjoyed. You know, it actually took me ten years to finish this book because, again, I was a single father raising three teenagers. Um, one with scoliosis and two with ADHD and some other issues. So, and it it was a lot of work, me being a construction worker, electrician, uh, 
you know, trying to juggle all that was a lot. But I'm grateful I was able to do it. I knew I could if it came down to it because I knew the type of person that I am. Uh, I grew up family-oriented, and taking care of my children was a top priority. And, of course, again, uh, my organo business, uh, Marion Shepherd. M-A-R-I-O-N-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, all lowercase letters, dot myorganogold.com. And again, I appreciate those of you who have gone to my website and have purchased uh, some products. I had a young lady, she purchased a box of black tea from me. We also have teas. We have red and green tea. Our red tea is not in stock right now, and we're not sure when that's coming back. But again, not everybody's a coffee drinker, and we understand that. And uh, so we, we do have teas. We have hot chocolate, even for the kids. Uh, weight loss shakes, which I've just reordered me a box of OGX chocolate weight loss shakes and a cup and a box of our premium black coffee. And I'm waiting on my shipment to come in. So I don't just ask people to support me and help me with my business, but I actually order from my business as well. Uh, I actually use the products that um, that, I, that I sell. So I don't just sell them just because I want to make money. You know, I, I, I sell them and I also use them. So, uh, and I've been using them since I've became a part of this company. And, uh, you know, once I sampled them and tasted them and see how they felt, and I said, this is good. I got to use this. And uh, so uh, if you can, again, my thoughts and dreams. And again, I, I'm, I'm very proud of this book. Um, and it actually has several poems dedicated to my children. Because, again, I'm a father who loves his children. I'm a father who is proud to be in his kid's life. I'm a father who, like a lot of you fathers, look forward to watching your children grow and raise them to become able-bodied adults. And um, it's, it's an honor to be a father. It's an honor to watch your children grow. It's an honor to raise children. But we want to uh, go into the... Uh, topic uh deadbeats and again as i said last week deadbeats seem to always be attached to men you know the deadbeat dad it's always been attached to the men <clears throat> and again you know the single parent thing has always been attached to the woman even though there are single dads. You know, the single parent thing, whenever you hear people, and if you ever listen to anyone talking about statistics or uh, situations and they mention the single parent, they will always mention the single mothers. They will never mention single fathers. They will never, you never hear them mention single fathers. And it's sad, again, because there are a lot of single fathers out here. And just like with single mothers, not all mothers have just walked away and abandoned the family. Again, we got women that are killed in car wrecks. Uh, we got women who are now soldiers and fighting in the war and they've gotten killed overseas fighting for our country. I mean, there's all kind of scenarios that happens to someone becoming <clears throat> a single parent. But of course, we know about the issues where the mother and father stops getting along or the relationships goes bad. And, you know, majority of the time, you, you, the mother ha gets custody of the children and then the father pays child support and gets visitation, and again, you find that uh, 
of course, he gets into a situation or again, bitter, angry, whatever, because the relationship broke up and he stops or not pays his child support, which labels him as a deadbeat. Because again, if you bring kids into this world, like my parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles used to tell us when we were young, if you make a child, you're going to take care of them. If you bring a child into this world, you're going to take care of them. And if you're not in a position, if you're not ready to be a parent, if you're not ready to be a dad, don't make no babies. You know, we so we understand, yes, you know, you're getting into that age and things are going to happen. And yes, your hormones are going to be all over the place and you're going to start Noticing girls more than you did, but again, it, it, it was tell us if you're gonna do it, wrap it up, wrap it up. And unfortunately, a lot of guys don't like to wrap it up. But again, if you're gonna play and you make a baby, then you got to pay. And I don't again believe that again that child support should be the end of it. And I say this too, again, to fathers. Child support, don't chuck your child in at night. Child support, don't take care of a child when it's sick. A check does not visit that child and spend time with them. There's more to it than just a financial. But again, the deadbeat. Again, we got the single fathers. We got the fathers who are raising their children. And the mothers have abandoned them. The mothers have gone off. And we know, noticed if you look in society, again, there are a lot of more mothers that are leaving the homes and leaving their children. And something that we probably never thought we'd see in this society. But it's happening that, you know, mothers want to be free. They want to be part. They want to party. They want to have fun. They want to live their lives. They don't want to be tied down to children. And so they end up leaving. And a lot of fathers uh, end up with custody of the children. And then now, okay, now a lot of the mothers are not paying child support. And again, I speak again by my experience because again, my when my wife left and she uh, took off and she had children and then when she came back, and left again. That was it. So I had to. I raised my three kids again. I was honored. I was happy to have them back in my life. I was happy that I got to go to work and come home and have my kids with me when I went places and traveled and preached and everything else and have them singing with me like we used to do. I was overjoyed. But truly, they miss their mother. And again, you know, it seems like in society, uh, there's a difference when fathers are raising kids than the mothers. You know, again, there's all type of programs and things for mothers, but they just are not the same amount of fathers. And again, we have to deal with, again, our jobs, you know, because again, being a construction worker. Construction work is not really single father friendly. It really isn't. And it's not that it's a ba it's bad or anything like that. It's just the nature of the business. You know, it's a time-based business. They need you there to do work because there's a certain amount of time that a certain amount of work has to be completed before even the company gets paid. You got to realize the companies, your employer and a contractor and a construction job, they have to put up a certain amount of money. They got to buy material. They got to, a lot of them have vehicles that they have the people, the employers drive. So they got to purchase company vehicle, gas maintenance, as they call wear and tear. They have to, uh, Pay the employees to do the work and they have to do it for a certain amount. And then after a certain amount is done at a certain time in that time frame, 
and they can submit it and they can prove it, then the general contractor cuts them a check to reimburse them and then pay them for what they... So I understand the nature of the business having been in it for 35 years and you know, know a lot of the ins and outs of it. And uh, so I understood. And I even told my bosses, I said, look, I got to be honest with you, I'm not dependable. I'm really not. And it's not that, you know, I don't want to work, but, you know, this is my situation. This is the hand I've been dealt. I got to take care of my kids. If something goes wrong, I got to go. And I was grateful that I had, again, some good bosses that understood that. Uh, and they worked with me to the best of their abilities and they kept me going. They really did. They kept me kept me moving forward. I mean, as best as they could. I mean, eventually they had to let me go because I wasn't dependable. You know, they didn't want to because I did do good work. I, I consider myself a pretty good electrician. And so did they. But doesn't matter how good you are if you're not dependable. So again, I had to deal with that issue. Work through temporary agencies and even explain that to them. And they said, look, you know, as long as we can find work, we'll keep sending you out. As long as you're able to. And they did. Like I said, I had some good people working with me uh, to keep me going. And they understood my situation. And then, you know... At a time when it was going, it's kind. It was kind of unique to them, because they're not used to seeing a lot of single dads raising kids, and it was not something that was wide known. But um, you know, and I, I would say I used to get used to be uh, on on a newscast they had in Charleston area. They had this uh, segment they called Deadbeat Dads, and they would hunt these fathers down. That's that owes child support and fathers. And I felt so bad. And again, from the stories I've even told by co-workers and people that I've come in contact with, uh, I felt so bad, you know, that these men, are, they're suffering like crazy and nobody cares because he's a guy uh, not doing the right thing, not paying his child support. You know, some of these guys living on the streets, uh, some of these guys are barely making ends meet and nobody cares. Nobody cares that, you know, it's like, so what you made this child and I understand the responsibility of taking care of a child. But again, now when the fathers are raising the children, you don't see that much. You don't, you know, they call the father a deadbeat and a heartbeat. You're a deadbeat dad. You're this, you missed your payment. You did this, you know. Okay, so what? You lost your job. Go get another one. You know, that they are hard on fathers, but I don't see them that hard on the mothers. I've not seen deadbeat mom segments. I've never seen one. And again, like I said, I, in my family, and I'm very proud, not only myself, who... Uh, stepped up to us to a single single father role, but I have a, a bro, my older brother. Uh, again, he raised his his son and daughter because his wife was out of the picture. I mean, my mother and father had custody of them because neither one was taking care of them. But after my father died, my brother did step up and came and helped my mother to raise his children, and uh, so he was there in their life as a single father. And I have a cousin who, uh, again, raised five daughters by himself because the, their mother left. And two of the daughters, the two older ones, were not his biological daughters, but he raised them. He took care of them just like they're his own. We didn't see receive child support. We didn't see receive anything. We received what we worked for and what we brought in that's what we did uh we didn't receive and of course we didn't go after them for child support you know again uh my wife just said she became a she got on disability she had a 
a mental breakdown or whatever and um so she's she was on disability but so they said she's a ward of the state so she can't pay child support i said i really wasn't looking for it i wasn't expecting it but again if it was me <laughs> and it what at time it was me trust me they took they made sure i had my child support in friday by five o'clock if not they was gonna send somebody to come get me so you hear a lot of these deadbeats a lot of these fathers are not deadbeats i mean i know they're bitter they're angry i mean i can't tell you i was sitting there talking to a guy on my job and me and his son worked together me and his son did not get along and one day i happened to meet his dad and we were working together we were riding to his job site and we started talking and he said um you know what he goes i hadn't seen my kids in 15 years he says i was at work i came home one day and my wife packed up and took my kids and i hadn't seen them and in 15 years he goes they was taking child support out of my check you know every week child support was coming out I was paying child support but then they wouldn't allow me to contact him so I could see him so you know he was he's been out of his kids lives for 15 years and you know it when it comes to dads you know again like I said we get pushed back we like second-class citizens when it comes to parenting because you know it's all about the mother it's all about the mother you know, fathers love their kids I had a guy, a co-worker named John, you know, him and his ex broke up, <clears throat> and um, he was telling me, he said, um, you know, she was telling him that, you know, of course, she's got a new man, and they're taking this, taking their son, and he was like, no, you're not taking my son away from me, he said, yes, your son don't need you, he's got a new dad, you know, so he came to the house, he told me, and he came to get his son. He says, you're not going away with my son. He's just beating on the door. and Men get emotional when it comes to the kids. I mean, people don't realize. And I, you men, you whore fathers, we have a bond with our kids. We get emotional when losing our kids. That is one of the most devastating things. So I understood what he was feeling. I understood what he was going through. You know, unfortunately, he his his hurt and anger. He's he, he wants to get his son, and he said he's beating on the door and knocking on the door to get his son. And he said he's gonna break. You know, he's gonna break this door down. He's they're not taking. You're not taking my son away from me. And he ended up just like he said. He busted in the door, and when he did, his ex's boyfriend shot him in the leg with a 12-gauge shotgun. As soon as he get, got through the door was coming and was coming in, he goes, I'm taking my son. Bam! Shot him in his leg with a 12-gauge. Of course, yeah, that stopped him. He hit the floor. And he actually had a pair of jeans on, you know, because this happened some years ago. He pulled his pants tight over his over his thigh and I could see the there's just dent in his leg. It's like a little trench going around the side of his leg where they had to where the wound was healed up. And again, of course with his anger and attitude that went, guess what? He lost custody of his son. He had to pay. He had to take care of his son. There are so many things, and I and I say to you, man. Especially in today's world, today's time, you have got to be careful who you lay with and make a baby with. Not everybody wants to make a baby with you. Wants to be with you. There are those, and it's been proven that they want to. They want a baby because they want to be taken care of financially. What's the easiest way to do that? It's that child support. And like I said, child support does not always 
go towards the benefit of the children. A lot of times it goes for the benefit of the mother. And I remember there was even the show, The Talk, I believe, they were talking about it, and they said, yeah, you know, yeah, we should enjoy the money. We should enjoy some of the money. Yeah, we enjoy it. And again, they're gonna they're using it for their benefit. This money's coming in. You got to pay it, or you're going to jail. But again, you got to understand: not all men are deadbeats. The system, like I said, is designed to protect the women. They protect children. They don't protect the man. They will beat the man down. Like I said, tear men apart when it comes to again taking care of children. And again, when you're when you're the custodial parent, you're the father, you're raising the children. You know, and I like I say is again, my experience. You know, I can't speak for all men, I can't speak for all situations, and I will I will never do that. Everybody's situation is different. But again, there's men who are just beat down they you know they want to be in their kids lives you know when the court says no you can't have visitation or they said oh but he's a threat so he's got to have uh what do they call it he's got to have someone there with him you know he can't spend time with his kids by himself or you know if he want you know you see the video where the 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 father took his daughter and got a haircut and, or got her hair done and the mother got mad and you know took scissors and cut the braids out her hair so I do my child's hair I do this you know he's the father now and then you got uh, other videos where the father took his sons to get their hair cut and the mother's blocking the car because why did you do it without her permission he's the father you know it comes to the point that it seems that um uh, there are mothers that feel that they have, uh, how do you say, they have control, they have the authority. You know, everything has to come through me. You know, everything has to come by me. When the child is with you, you don't always go to him to find out, you know, about doing certain things. If a father knows that his child needs his haircut, he gets his child haircut. If he needed to know, he wanted to buy his kids some clothes, then he buys them some clothes. He does what a father does. But even that, they, you know, it's turned against men. It is turned against men. And it's a sad thing. And again, I say to fathers, if you are a custodial parent, if you have legal custody and you're raising them, I mean, I say it's your choice. I mean, if, you, if you're doing it without having to uh, go after the mother for child support then keep doing what you're doing but if you need the help because again not everybody's making a whole lot of money and if you need the help and she's not helping you need to go and put her on child support the same way women threaten men that they're going to put them on child support hey you got to do what's right and again as you know, caseworker said, it's not about you. It's about the children. Even if you take the money and put it in a savings account for them or a college fund for them because you don't need it, you know, both parents are responsible for taking care of the children. You know, just like they say, you know, it's like the women say, I didn't make this baby by myself. Well, neither did you because you couldn't. Because you can't carry one. So, it wasn't you. But, you know, you had a part in it. She had a part in it. Childs are here. Or children. Both parents are responsible. And, unfortunately, uh, again, we find out a lot of men will be thrown under the bus. Labeled as bad. Labeled as mean. Oh gosh, I can't tell again, I can't tell you the times that I've been labeled as mean. I can't tell you the times that I've talked to other men who's cried on my shoulder, missing their kids, you know, 
paying the child support, but don't get no visitation. Or, the, you know, the mother decided she's going to take the kids out of town. She's going to take them out of state. You know, there was that um, case some years ago where I think it was the, the mother who took their child, I think, to New Zealand so that the father couldn't see the, see the children. I mean, again, you have to understand, you got children need both parents. They don't just need one or the other. They need both parents. They are part of both parents. Both parents have a, a family side. They need to know. See, this is the thing. A lot of people don't even know where they come from because they don't even know their own families. They don't know where their kids come from. They, you know, kids don't even know where they come from. They could be walking around, going to school or working on a job or anything with family members for years, but because they don't know both sides of their families, guess what? They don't even know it until years ago. Maybe they end up at a funeral or maybe a family reunion, and then they find out after years of knowing each other that they're related. You know, you got people out here just, again, doing whatever, you know, and then all of a sudden... A man and a woman falls in love and everything is good. And all of a sudden they find out, you know, they're related. They didn't know that they were they were kin to each other. You know, sometimes, you know, I've, I've heard stories of cousins uh, not knowing they were cousins. Falling in love, having families. When they go to get married, they find out they're related. Or, you know, estranged brothers and sisters who don't know each other, never met each other, find out they're related. Falling in love, I mean, what do you do? You got to, again, So we need the family structure. We need the family unit. And, again, we need to, you know, stop labeling all men as deadbeats because they're not. And we need to, again, this time that, you know, everybody talks about equal rights, you know, but even back when we were kids, they said it was the equal rights thing, you know, Men and women should be treated as equals. Again, I agree. If I agree. So, again, if we're raising the children and you're the mother, you should be responsible to come and get your children on your weekend or have a visitation set up. You should be responsible for child support. You should be responsible to help out with school supplies and other things. You know, again, Regardless of who has the children, if both people, and again, I get it, <laughs> situations come in and y'all just can't even see one another without being disgusted with one another. Find a medium ground. Y'all ain't got to talk, meet at a mall, uh, meet at a shopping center, busy place where you, you, you don't have to worry about a confrontation, get your children Go your way when it's time to bring them back. The children suffer. The children suffer tremendously. And see, we, we do these things, and I know sometimes we do it out of mischief, but again, parents, male or female, you got to realize your children are suffering. See, a lot of times we don't see it because we're at one another's neck. I see the infighting, I see the constant coming at each other, talking about each other, putting one another down in front of the kids, and walking away. And again, I, I get it sometimes, like I said, you know, I, I'm one who don't deal with a lot of drama. I'm not a drama person. So yeah, sometimes I know a lot of dads don't rather deal with it, they rather walk away. I understand you walking away from her, but you cannot walk away from your children. They need you. They need you to fight for them. They need you to step up for them. They need you, if you got to go to court, and I'll say this again, men, please, please, please fight for your children. Fight 
for your children. Fight to be a part of your children's life. I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to make some women mad. Stop giving the mothers all the power when it comes to raising your children. We've done this long enough. Stop. Get things in order. You got If you got to get you a lawyer, stop being afraid of court. Stop being afraid of court. Look, the judges would love to see fathers that are stepping up and willing to fight for their kids. Willing to fight to be in their kids' life. Like I said, I went through it. I went through, and I, when I read, when I, when I was told by one lawyer that, the, because again, I didn't get visitation. I was told this is what I'm going to pay in child support. This is how much I got to pay every week. I didn't get. I was not given no visitation. She could take the kids anywhere she want because she was the mother. When I was able to, I went and got a lawyer. Got a lawyer, put her on retainer, told her, this is what I need. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. And again, of course, the mother had a bad number. But see, your kids misses you. You give all the power to the mother, and again, you don't want to fight, and then she'll threaten you with child support. Look, pay your child support. Take If you make a child, and I, and I say this, I'm sorry, anybody. You make a child, you're responsible to take care of that child. You are responsible to take care of that child. You made him. You had the fun. Hey, comes with the comes with the consequences. You didn't wrap it up. You didn't pull out. You shot your load. You made this child. Again, uh, again, we living in a time. I mean, look at for the last twenty something years on the Maury Show. If you got to go get a DNA. Then go get the DNA test. If you have doubts, go get the DNA test. Find out for sure. So there's no doubts later on down the road that this child is not 25, 30 years old wondering, are you my daddy? Go get the DNA test. But if the child is proven to be yours or children, if they're proven to be yours, you got an obligation. Take care of your family. Take care of your children. Whether you with the mother or not, go to court and make sure you have legal visitation. Make sure you get that. If you are not the custodial father, if you, you don't have full custody, get joint custody. Make sure there's an order. Make sure there is a visitation order that you're supposed to get the kids on this day or that day. For this amount of time, for this weekend, for the holidays, for what summer, whatever. Make sure that your time is written down. Make sure it's documented. Make sure it's written down. Make sure it's legal. Signed by a judge. This is going to keep you in your kid's life. This is going to be when it's your weekend or your time to get the kids. She cannot say no. Because if she say no, she's in violations of a court order. You can have her arrested. And I know you don't want to go to arrest. But again, look, how many, how many men have been arrested for the same thing? How many men have been arrested? Look, fair is fair. You need to be in your kid's life. Your kids need you. I'm telling you, fathers, your kids need you. If you haven't seen your father, your kids in years... And you're upset with the mother. Like I said, I had one cousin who told me, and I had some other people, other men who said the same thing. They're going to stay out because they don't want to fight with the mother. So they're going to stay out, and they're, what they're going to do is when the kids get older and they ask why daddy wasn't you there, they're going to want to blame it on the mother. You can't do that. Your mother wouldn't let me see you. Your mother, no, 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 no. Let's get out of that mindset. Because years and years and years are going by and these kids on birthdays and holidays and Father's Day comes up, they are miserable. They don't have a father to celebrate with. 
They are miserable that dad don't come see them. They are miserable that dad doesn't call them. They are miserable. They need you in their life. You have got to understand that your children are worth fighting for. Your relationship with your children are worth fighting for. We got to put down this myth that all men are deadbeats. There are too many men out here that love their children. I see pictures all the time. Fathers holding their kids. How proud they are. Do you remember the video? Did y'all see that video where it was a graduation? Uh, I don't even know if the son or the daughter. It was a graduation. And this father is so excited and so happy. He comes cheering and running down the stands. He is excited. He gets to the rail and flips over the rail. And he's cheering. He's so happy. His child's graduation. He's cheering. That's a proud moment. That's a father moment. He got to see his raise these child, children from little babies. And now they graduate from high school. He's achieved it. Hey, he was excited. He had a right to be excited. Or years ago in the Olympics. Uh... This young man was running running around the track, and I think he pulled a hamstring, and he couldn't make it. His father came running out the stands, grabbed hold of the son, and together they finished They finished the race. Yeah, he lost, but they finished the race. That's, that's a father. That's a father moment that you don't want to give to nobody else. You want to be there for your kids. Show them your love. Show them support. Show them everything. You don't want to miss that out and say, I was going to, but. Don't let everyone put cause us to be called deadbeats. They're probably going to call us that. You, The video where the father was doing his daughter's hair. You know what? There's a lot of men who've done I've done it. I've done it. I've taken care of my girls' hair when they were young. I mean, I couldn't braid. And people used to, you know, say I shouldn't be doing hair. I said, well, somebody teach me how to braid. I couldn't braid. And I spoke to one of my cousins, and I saw her how her daughter's hair, how nice and smooth and straight it was. And I asked her what she used, and she used this uh, hair kid perm. And I went and got it and did my girl's hair. And it looked nice. I was told I shouldn't have done it because I'm a guy. I'm more than a guy. I'm a parent. I'm a father. My girls needed their hair done, just like, you know, my, you know, when I was young, my mother cut our hair. You know, we didn't always go to the barbershop. She didn't have money. She had those clippers. You know, they had the little. You had to squeeze them, the hand little thing, and you had to sit there and squeeze them. Little silver clippers. They didn't have the electric clippers. They had the manual. But she would take them and then she, that's how she would cut our hair. So, again, mothers did these things. Fathers, these are your daughters. You don't want other men taking care of your daughters. You want to be taking care of your daughter. You want your daughters to know that their father loves them. My girls know I love them. They probably don't, you know, as growing up when they got older, yeah, I'm dad. So, yeah, daddy's always mean, daddy does this, daddy that, you know. And again, that's just like, again, any custodial parent, when your kids start growing up and start rebelling, you know, that's just the way life is. But they can't take the fact that I was there. They can't take away the fact that I was in their life. They can't take away the fact that when they got sick, I was there. Be a father to your kids. Stop letting people call you a deadbeat. Again, if you you know this is your child, you did everything, get in your child's life. Get you a lawyer. If you're in a marriage, and, and again, these are not sponsors of this podcast, but you just need to know about them. There's a law office called Cordell and Cordell. Look them up. If you're a father, if you're a husband and you're going through a divorce situation or you're going through a child custody situation, Cordell and Cordell. This is what they specialize in in helping men. 
Again, they are not sponsors of this of, of this podcast. Also, Legal Shield. Legal Shield will help you to get a lawyer. Help you with your case. Legal Shield. Again, they are not sponsors of this podcast. But because I feel that a lot of men are afraid to go into a courtroom or afraid, look, get legal advice. Find out what you need to do. Get legal advice. Stop letting your emotions rule you. Men, we, we do this a lot. We do this and we shoot ourselves in the foot when we do it because, again, they can document how crazy that we act and how outrageous and how emotional we done got and all the cutting up we did. Like I said, when my friend John, when he broke into that door, guess what? He just proved their point. He proved their point. Yes, he was scared. Old fathers get scared at the thought of not being in their kid's life. Fathers get scared at the thought of losing their kids. Unless you've been down this road, you don't know how devastating it is for a father not to be in his kid's life. You don't know. You see these fathers that, you know, on this court show, like court show paternity court they got now. Uh, you see fathers have come up and found out these kids are 25, 30 years old and they didn't even know about them. It was hid from them. They took, the mothers took away the father's right to be in his kid's life and also took away the child's right to be in their father's lives. Fathers and again, I can't say if you don't know, but if you know you have a child out there, do what you got to can. Legally, use your brain. Think. 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 Again, look. Great body. Yeah. She's awesome. She's sexy. She's beautiful. You just can't wait to be with her, spend some time with her, have some fun. Now you done made this baby. You don't even like this woman. But as DNA comes back as your child, I don't care if you don't like her. Get into that child's life. Get into that child's life. Children need their fathers. Children, they used to say especially male children. I'm telling you both male and female because young girls will be looking to fill that void because daddy wasn't there and they're going to look for it in other men who will mistreat them and abuse them and you know they will feel like they have to take it because you know daddy wasn't there. Why wasn't he there? What did we do? Why wasn't we good enough? You know, the thing about it, you know, when I wrote this poem, when I wrote this poem called, uh, they told me, you know, I was told, I was told by men, some young men, we was, at, we was young at the time, was in our 20s, and we were talking, he says, look, your kids will be all right if you're not in their life. Your kids will be fine. They grow up, you know. You got you got to be happy. How can you be happy when you're not in your kid's life? You know. Again, I understand you mad with the mother. It's not about her anymore. When this child is in this world, it's about this child. Y'all don't like each other. Too bad. Y'all had sex. Y'all made this child or children. So if y'all can't get along together in a toxic and make have a toxic relationship, that same toxic relationship y'all having, y'all putting on these kids. Get legal custody, shared custody, get legal visitation. Make sure you're paid up. Stop saying I'm not giving her the money. Yeah, she's got to get the money because she's taking care of your children. So 
you know, the light bill's not coming in the kid's name. The rent's not coming in the kid's name. The car payment's not coming in the kid's name. The, the bills are not coming in the kid's name. So she got to pay the bills to keep them with a roof over their head and everything else. So, but you're doing it to take care of you. I, I never looked at it when I was paying the child support. I never looked at it as I'm giving her money. I, even though she took the money for herself a lot of times and she admitted it. I never looked at it as me giving her money. I looked at it as I'm a father. These are my kids. I'm going to take care of my kids. That's what I looked at. That was my mindset every time I wrote out a money order. That was my mindset. My kids need this. My kids need a roof over their head. My kids need decent food. My kids need decent clothes. Their mother is taking care of them. I need to send money to for so she can take care of them. And I say to you, do this. Again, don't say, don't. There was a guy who was asking a question about um, child support. Him and his girlfriend, baby mother, they have an agreement for that he's just going to pay a certain amount of child support. And then she started asking for more money. I said, um, I said, look, if she doesn't get what she wants, she's going to take you to court. Like I said, I got taken to court. I got. I was told the court. The court was told that I did not pay, and I refused to pay. That's what they were told until we got to court, and I presented all my money orders with child support written on top of them. You got to men. We got to think. We have got to think, even in these situations, and sometimes. When you get all emotional and all messed up, and we're just as bad as women when it comes to that, when we get all worked up and emotional and everything, we don't think straight. You've got to protect yourself and your sanity. Take a deep breath. Calm down. Call a lawyer. Get some legal advice. Even if you just get the consultation, talk to them. Find out what your options are. Find out what you can do and how you can protect yourself. Because again, once it's a court order, once it's established that you get certain visitations, you get certain days or certain weeks or certain holidays, she has got to comply. She cannot hold those kids hostage and say, you can't see your kids. I remember one time, uh, it was around Christmas holiday, uh, after my, my wife had left with the kids, and I called to talk to them, and so I'm calling them, and she lets me talk on the phone, but then she wanted to talk about something different, and I said, you know, this is my time with the kids, I want to talk to the kids. She goes, they're with their family right now, and I hung the phone up. wouldn't allow me to talk to my kids because she was mad because I didn't want to talk to her about some issues that she was dealing with. This was my time with my kids. We can talk another time. You know, this is my time. So she got mad, hung the phone up, and I didn't get to talk to my kids for Christmas. So again, that's when again I said, you know what, I need to get a lawyer. I need to find out what my rights are. You know what, she's not going to have total power over my kids because see kids are used as pawns if you don't do what they say you don't get to see your kids but when you got a legal document when you got it on paper when the judge has signed it and it's legal it's a court order there's nothing she can do to stop you those are your kids just as much as hers please Fathers, with again, look at all, look at the way the world's going today. It's going to be an uphill battle for some of you. It's going to be an uphill battle, but your children are worth the fight. Your children are worth the fight. They are worth whatever you're going to go through to get 
shared custody to get visitation. If you're in the rears, catch it up. Catch it up. You know, do what you got to do. I mean, again, you're talking about a lifetime of memories. You're talking about a lifetime, you know, shaping these kids' mind. I mean, and I I don't know if you're doing drugs. I don't know if you're in a gang. I don't know, you know, whatever you're doing. Be the father that your kids need. And I know I've heard a lot of men again say, you know what, my father wasn't in my life, so I really don't know how to be a father. Be the father that you wanted your father to be. Be the father that you wish you had growing up to your kids. Be that father. Because you know what you wanted. You know what you wanted from a father. You wanted your father to hug you. You wanted your father to take you places. You wanted your father to spend time with you. You wanted your father to help you with your homework. You wanted your father to be at your, be at your baseball game or, or when you were singing in the chorus or you was in a school play. You wanted your father to be there to support you. You wanted your father to be out there and uh, throw a baseball or football with you. You wanted your father to play tea with you, have a tea party with you. You wanted your father in your life. So be that father that you wanted to your kids. Give them that father that you wanted. And it will change their lives. It will make such a difference in their lives. But it starts with you. It starts with you. They can call you whatever name they want to call you. But don't let nobody call you a deadbeat dad. Don't let nobody call you a deadbeat dad. You make sure you're in those kids' lives and watch how things change. And again, not just for them, but for you. Your life will be so much better having those kids in your life and you watching them grow and nurture them. I'm telling you, it's, it's the most beautiful thing in the world to be a dad. To be in your kids' lives. To love on your kids. It is the most beautiful thing in the world. People will say your life is over. No, your life is not over. Your life has changed. And a lot of times it's changed for the better. It's changed for the better. Because children are truly a blessing. They're a handful. <laughs> Believe me. They're a handful. But they're worth it. They're worth it. I really hope you got something out of this today. Um, you know, I probably went all over the place today talking about it, but I just love, again, being a dad, and I just want dads to be in their kids' lives. And I see a lot of new dads that are coming up. Kids are just born, and I want them. I want their kids to know their dads. I want them not arguing and fussing with mama or cursing all that crap. I want them to know their dads. Dads in their lives. I want them to know their dads love them. I want them to have the time to spend and grow with their dads. And when they get older, they'll remember how dad was there. You know, Tupac talks about this song. He couldn't cry for his dad because he couldn't try, cry for a stranger. Don't be a stranger to your kids. Be in their lives. Don't let them don't let them label you a deadbeat. Label let them label you a dad. Let them label you a father. Not just make a baby, but raise them. Don't just make them. Raise them. Be in their lives. Show them that you love them. Show them that you care. Show them that you're going to you want to give them better than what you had. But give them you. That's what they really want. They want you. They want daddy. They want to give you that card on Father's Day. They want to give you that hug. They want you to tuck him in the bed at night and read them bedtime stories. It's fun watching their beautiful smiles light up when you walk into a room or when you kiss them goodnight. It's so much fun that they know you love them. This is Elder Marion Shepard. And again, we thank you for 
this opportunity for Shepherd's Talk. Uh, I hope again that you've enjoyed it. Hope that again that you will help us with our sponsorship. Uh, MarionShepherd.MyOganoGold.com and also My Thoughts and Dreams BarnesandNoble.com and Amazon.com Until next time, we appreciate you. We thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you can give us a comment, if you enjoy this program, please do so. Until next week, have a great day.